Welcome to Ballers with Babies. I'm Mark Willard. Today we know so much about what athletes and sports personalities do, but not so much about who they are, what makes them tick. What's life like the moment the stadiums and TV cameras go dark? Most go home to their families. We want to know what that after hours experience is like. Ballers with Babies explores their upbringing, their home life, how it's affected by their high profile job, and how that high profile job is affected by the home life. On Ballers with Babies, we talk to some of the most interesting names in sports and find out how they're even more interesting than we realize. And don't worry, diehard fan, we'll get to the important sports questions as well. This is your favorite people like you've never heard them before. I hope you enjoy. Okay, let's get longtime PGA Tour professional Charlie Hoffman in here on Ballers with Babies. Charlie, it's great to have you. You know, I know you now have two daughters, four PGA Tour wins. Life sort of seems settled as you get into your 40s. I want to go back to when you spent five years on the nationwide tour in your 20s. How did you survive? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's all a process. You know, it's a it's a long road. It, it felt like coming out of college and getting to the PGA Tour took uh, forever. I mean, it's a lifetime. And there's ups and downs, and obviously everybody always wants to play on the PGA Tour. And the web, looking back, is not a bad place to play, but it's not where you want to play. And it just seemed like each year, year in and year, I was banging my head against the wall trying to get to the PGA Tour. And uh, it was finally nice to break through uh, in, in 06 and uh, and get out on the PGA Tour. And uh, thankfully, I uh, haven't relinquished that uh, ability to play out here for that many years. What What drove you back then? I mean, there's the obvious just success, finances, you know, but did you have a vision for what what it was all going to look like when you got to a time like now? No, you know what? You, you sit back I, I, and why I chose golf. I, was, I mean, I consider myself a fairly good athlete. I played soccer through my senior year of high school and played baseball till high school. Grew up skateboarding, going to the beach, doing all that fun stuff. But, you know, golf's the only game that really challenged me day in and day out. Uh, you think you'd master it, uh, and then the next day it would hit you right in the back of the head and knock you down, and, uh, and, you, and you wanted to get right back up and try to beat it down again. And, you know, it, it's the game that still, you, you as soon as you think you got a grip on it, 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 it gives you a nice slap in the face with a little bit of humble pie. You know, you know it's, it's, it's a tough game, a lot of ups and downs, and you, you've got uh, you to somehow uh, keep your emotions intact. I don't know a lot of skateboarders slash golfers. Uh, it, it, uh, are there a lot more of you out there? You know what? Uh, I, I youth sports this day and age has, has changed so much. Uh, people focusing on just baseball year round, just soccer all year round, football year round, and golf year round. That that matter. Uh, you know what? The, the, the human body is not meant to do the same thing over and over again. I mean, yeah. you can go from people sitting behind a desk. I mean, you can go. So I think just being able to change it up, play all different sports that goes from skateboarding, no, no matter what it is, I think it's great for your body to sort of recover from the other things you did to uh, learn new tasks on a skateboard or baseball bat or so on and so forth. So I think a, a little bit of uh, creativity and uh, change is always good. Yeah, I don't know if you're a Hoops fan, uh, but you're echoing something that uh, my good friend Michael Thompson, uh, you know, former Laker, Clay, Clay Thompson's yeah. dad, he, he always said when he got to the end of a basketball season, he would just leave basketball. He, he would go play tennis. He would go do something else. 
And he believes that's why he played a relatively injury-free career. You see guys now, it's very different. Like, everything is so specialized. So what? how about you? You know, golf is kind of a year-round thing. Do you do you dabble in other stuff to keep your body fresh? Yeah, you know what? Uh, weeks off, uh, I, I try not to play a ton of golf and more do physical activity to build, build up those muscles uh, so you can play – a year round. I mean, obviously, uh, the physical side, the gym side, the, the not a lot more prevalent now than it was when I was growing up. So, you know what? It is it, something I do take a lot more time off uh, now from golf. But I back then, I guess I did it naturally. I didn't. I didn't plan on taking time off from golf. But you played other sports, so you have to get away. There's no question. I mean, I love going to Mexico and hanging out on the beach and not touching a golf club, even though Mexico is a great place to play golf. I love going skiing. I love, I love doing other things and not touching a golf club. Now, when I got the club in my hand, do I love playing golf? 100%. I really, really do have a lot of fun playing golf. And I really uh, love the challenges of it. Like I said earlier, but you know what, getting away is sometimes better than grinding, grinding away on the golf course. Let's hear about life right now. You and I are pretty close in age. I, I'm turning 44 later on this month. And, and so, you know, I look at, uh, I mean, just even at least the, you know, pictures that you have out there of your family and whatnot. I feel like I can relate a little bit. Are, 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 you, are you content at, at peace? How would you describe Charlie Hoffman, the golfer in his 40s? Uh, yeah, uh, it's great. I mean, I, I've got a great job on the PJ Tour. I got an amazing wife that, uh, takes care of our kids when we're gone or when I'm gone. And I've got two amazing kids that like anybody knows that has kids, uh, they will test your patience and <laughs> wonder, if you, wonder if you are doing the right thing sometimes, but I, uh, you know what, those are challenges we, we love. And, uh, you know, having, having two girls is a, it keeps us on our toes for sure. But uh, on, I mean, everything is amazing. I mean, I, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. I think we, we all go by. So, uh, <laughs> everything's good as of right now. The girls are seven and four. Do I have that right? Eight, eight and five. Eight and five. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, you said test your patience. I wonder if it also tests just your sensibilities. I mean, I, I have a daughter, but I have some sons as well. And, and I, I know, like, when things are going on with my daughter, it's 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 a little bit different, right? And and so you're in a house uh, that, I mean, you're you're the only guy. So do, do you sometimes feel like you're just not really sure what's going on? <laughs> That's when it's a good time to go out to the golf course and practice when I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, you know, and I definitely am outnumbered. Uh, it, but I will tell you, I, I don't know what having boys like, but having two girls is amazing. Uh, they do love love their dad a ton, and uh, you know what? I'm not looking forward to those teenage years oh. at all. But uh, you know what? It's it's one of those things that uh, all, all fathers. Uh, at some point I have to deal with and uh, I'm going to be a father that's not going to know how to deal with it but uh <laughs> hopefully uh they, they find a good good guy to take care of him do you visualize that by the way any any moments where you just imagine what you'll be like when when one of them brings a, a, a boy over well my, my theory is if you raise them right they'll bring bring the right boy over so that's my job as of right now to raise them right to be able to bring the right boy over so and and lead by example. So that's my job now. And uh, you know what? You can't you can't make choices for them. You just like myself, you learn from your mistakes, and hopefully, uh, they don't make make a mistake in that category. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a standard question of athletes with with families, but I, I definitely want to ask it because 
uh, I think golf is a little bit different on this end. I, I wonder how you deal with the the travel. You know, for golfers, uh, you guys, it's year-round, and every single week is a road game. So how do you balance being a husband and a dad with being on the road as, as much as you guys are? Yeah, uh, I was lucky. The first, I mean, pretty much the first six years of my, of my kids' lives, they travel with me. Uh, so my, my first daughter, Claire, I mean, she, she traveled with us week in and week out and we didn't, we were a traveling family, uh, living out of hotels. They didn't know any different. Uh, then my youngest daughter came along and traveled till really, uh, my, till my daughter started kindergarten, which was a couple of years back. Obviously she's in second grade now, but you know what? They, they, we didn't know any better And this whole summer. They traveled with me week in and week out. We went to the British Open, Canadian Open, Masters. I mean, they they missed they missed a, a decent amount of school as of right now. We we do their work on the road, and it's been a nice uh, a nice combination of school and being on the road, which is keeps me sane. I don't like being in a hotel room by myself. I'd rather have the chaos of the kids running around and yeah. making noise and testing your patience. Uh, quiet in this day and age is is, is harder than uh, chaos for me. So, you know, when they're not around, I miss them a ton, and uh, I'd rather have them on the road. That's how we sort of kept our uh, normalcy is just them being with me. Obviously, going hotel to hotel, suitcase uh, to suitcase. I mean, you, you know, you, you just have your clothes for the seven days, and you wash them, and then you have the same clothes in the next seven days. I mean, there's not much change. Uh but it's it you know it's a lot of fun. We don't know any different. I've done it for so long now. My wife's done it for so long. Our kids is the only thing they have done. So uh, going home is actually almost harder sometimes with all the house not being ready and all that stuff than being in a hotel room. To be completely honest, do you play better when they're there? I I have never looked at the stats, but I, I mean I would say I, I know I feel better when they're there, yeah. which is only really the most important thing. Uh, that'd be an amazing analytic uh, that I don't think yeah. anybody's ever run on, on <laughs> athletes. If there's a core, I would hate to find out the opposite news though. Right. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> what, what would you do if you found out, Oh gosh, my uh, scoring average is about a stroke and a half higher when you're with me, hon. You know what? I'd rather be happy <laughs> and have them around than, than I'm doing pretty good and I'm pretty happy with the way I play golf. So I'd rather have them around, uh, then worry about that stroke average dropping a little bit. Well said. Well said. By the way, have you put a club in their in in their hands yet? Oh yeah, the uh, the oldest is doing some junior camps at the local golf course now, and uh, and my youngest loves to go out. Uh, attention span's not quite there at hmm. six years old uh, or five years five years old, and uh, you know, but they they both love it. They they like driving the cart around like any kid would, and going to the snack shack and uh, hitting a few balls. So. I don't push them at all. If they, they want to go out, they can come out. If they don't want to, they don't have to. Uh, your girls, of course, not the only kids that you have affected over the years. Big charity event coming up, and uh, we want to hear all about it. Why don't you start with this, because I know you've had it now for a while. What what does the Charlie Hoffman Foundation do? Yeah, our mission statement from the start, uh, we're, folk, we're very very uh, concentrated on children's charities. It's, it's helping children out. Uh, it's fairly vague in that side. So we help uh, multiple charities out on the children's side. In San Diego, we do San Diego Junior Golf, Pro Kids Golf, and Cystic Fibrosis, our main uh, people we uh, help out. But we also uh, help out other charities on one-offs that we feel uh, strongly about. And uh, you know, and then uh, in Vegas, I lived in Vegas for for 20 years. I uh, went to college out there, and we uh, helped a ton of charities out there. Also, uh, we did a 
juvenile diabetes, cystic fibrosis, also the Shriners Hospital, uh, blessings in the backpack, and uh, an organization called Goody Tissues. So, you know, it's it's great to uh, see the smiles on the kids' faces that you affect. Uh, they can't believe uh, just what we what they can't believe, and we can't believe just what we can do to make a difference. And you know what? Ten years now. Uh, over two and a half million dollars given back to communities in which I live in. Uh, it's pretty amazing. I'm, I'm hoping we get close to three million after this this year in San Diego. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, I grew up dreaming of being on the PGA Tour. Very lucky to be able to play the game of golf. Very privileged. And uh, I never dreamt that I'd be able to give back to communities in which I live in. Uh, it's it's a feeling uh, like no other. It's it's something uh, I really really enjoy doing. It's a lot of work, a lot of time. Uh, I probably stressed out about this uh, foundation event more than any any golf tournament I play in because I because I want it to be good and I because I know I make a difference. I mean, in the golf shot, great, it, yeah, it's awesome, but I I don't make the difference in the world like I can with the foundation my wife and I run. Fantastic! And for those who might be in the Southern California area, uh, charity party as you mentioned at the Belly Up coming up this Sunday. Uh, among the items they are featuring Don Felder, formerly of the Eagles. And for tickets and any information, you can go to charliehoffman.com. You just mentioned that your wife uh, obviously helps you uh, run and, and even build the foundation, right? She's in PR, so that worked out well. It did work out well. We we did it on our own for a bunch of years. And then obviously when, when once the kids came along, it was a little tough to run, play professional golf from the road and, and do a charity. So we uh, had someone help us out, Megan Mahoney from a, junior golf well, i grew up playing junior golf with uh helps us out with our foundation have some great board members uh have parents and uh you know what without everybody's help this wouldn't happen this isn't a, this isn't a one-man show by no by no means there's a there's a lot of people behind the scenes that if they didn't contribute it wouldn't it wouldn't happen so uh i'm thankful for everybody's help and uh and i love that we can uh, give back to the community Speaking of your wife, it seems, based on at least what I read, that you two might have the secret that many people look for, which is how to have a long-distance relationship, especially when you guys were young. Do I have this timeline right, that you knew one another in high school, but maybe you, you, you started to date when you were at two different colleges all the way across the country and somehow made it to this? How do you do that? You know what I uh... A lot of patience on her side, I guess. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, I was chasing a dream, and she was doing what she wanted to do, living in uh, San Fran in New York City. Like you said, uh, she was doing PR, and you know what? It, it, we were both very driven, and it, it worked out somehow. I, I, I wouldn't really recommend it to anybody. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's one of those things that we both had patience, and we both enjoyed our company when we got the time to uh, – be around each other and it it definitely worked out i couldn't imagine being without being with anybody else okay quick break to tell you about our sponsor green solar technologies you know summer's over but you homeowners out there are still having to pay crazy electric bills have you thought about solar i'm sure you've seen a lot of your neighbors and your friends going solar maybe it's time you checked it out and discover the incredible savings you'll enjoy when compared to the ever-increasing bills you pay your utility company. Green Solar Technologies has made going solar an easy, game-changing move. Call my guys at Green Solar today at 310-893-0099 to find out if solar makes sense for you. I bet it will. Call 310-893-0099. That's 310 
893-0099. Also, GST is growing like crazy and is hiring new ambassadors where, with very little effort, you can make a ton of money. To check it out further, ask your solar advisor at the 310-893-0099 number or go to greensolartechnologies.com slash ambassador for additional info. Continuing with Charlie Hoffman on Ballers with Babies, I want to ask you this. What kind of family is out there for you amongst the players on tour? You know, you you play what we at least refer to as an individual sport. I know in sports we always talk about you know, locker room dynamics and, and team chemistry. But in golf, you know, nobody nobody's really teammates. I know a lot of you get along, but what 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 are the locker room dynamics like in your sport? You know, it's it's funny. I mean, you get to pick and choose who you hang out with, which is different than, I guess, a team sport, which you put on a team. But as I said, we'll go back to the web.com tour. You hung out with all the single guys and you drank beer and you went out to a bar maybe, and then, and then you go uh, from the single guys to guys that are dating and uh, so on and so forth. And you hang out with those guys and then you hang out with guys that are married with no kids. And then you end up hanging out with guys that are married with kids and you, hang, you end up changing the dynamic who you hang out with uh, <laughs> through the years. And you know, it, it's changed now. I mean, the guys I hang out with most are, a couple of guys I play the President's Cup with, uh, Kevin Kisner, Kevin Chappell, both have kids the same age. Kids play with each other. The wives get along, and uh, we all get along. So it, it changes throughout the years, and uh, in turn, you, that's who you hang out with in the locker room. Uh, I find you guys to be interesting studies also in terms of what you, know, what you actually do on the course. You're, you're professionals. You're the best in the world. But, I mean, you're a great example. You can go an entire career and a successful one at that, and that means four times you won. Uh, I, I mean, is that is that difficult to get used to one of the best in the world? And you might win what you know once every couple of years. Yeah, it sucks. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean for for some every time you tee it up, wanting to win, you definitely don't go to a golf tournament trying to finish uh, second place. Uh, so it, it's very hard. You get you get uh, humbled very fast. So you know what? Uh, it's a it's a game like no other. Like you said, if you, you win four times in your career, you've had a pretty darn good career, but there's a lot of, uh, a lot of days jumping in that car on Sundays. You're not happy. There's only been really four times in my career that I've been happy after, uh, 72 holes of golf. So, you know, there's been a lot of disappointment through the years, but, uh, I, I play for a lot of money. I make a great living and I wouldn't do it any other way. Yeah, and I bet also, you know, I, I know you were maybe on you know, on the back end of this, but because I know, you know, you and, for instance, Tiger Woods are, are pretty similar age, but at the same time, the money did change over the years. And and so what do you guys think about a fifth-place finish? I mean, you're like, okay, you're you're the fourth loser, or, or, you know, you also walked out of there with a really, really big check. So what does that feel like? It sort of matters how, how the fifth place happened. If you had a two-shot lead with – three to play and you finished fifth, you're very disappointed. Yeah. If you started the day in 20th and you had a good round and you finished fifth place, you're fairly excited. So uh, it sort of depends on how, how you fell into that, that fifth place and uh, you go from there. I mean, you know what? The reality is you don't win very often in a fifth place is a really, really darn good tournament. Has that changed over the years since you started as well? I mean, because now, you know, a top 10 finish does at least financially, uh, means so much more than maybe it did years ago? Well, 
financially, the mini tours meant a lot more than the PGA Tour did. Right. I mean, I didn't have any money back then. I mean, just <laughs> making a check, making a check to make the payments and rent. I mean, that, now that's playing for your life. Now, now you're playing. Uh, you don't look at the. I, I would say the money as much as you used to. Now, granted, you at the end of the year we've made a lot of money, but it, you know, it. The reality is, uh, we all teed up to win golf tournaments. We don't tee it up because we're playing for. X amount of millions of dollars. If I, I guarantee you'd have 144 guys playing this week as hard as they can. If we were playing for uh, $500,000, I mean, you'd have the best in the world. It's, we're just lucky enough to be able to, the PJ tours done a great job uh, marketing us and uh, getting the ability to be on TV and make a lot of money. You know, you talk about what it was like uh, back in the day when you're playing for, you know, for your life, when you're, when you're playing in order to, to, to survive. And I've always wondered uh, how that is just even possible, what you guys go through. I, I love to golf just recreationally, and, you know, I'll be nervous standing over a putt just if it means I might break 80 or something like that. There's absolutely nothing on the line. Is that? Can you compare that feeling when you're standing over a putt and, it you know, your livelihood is on the line? Can you compare that to anything? No, because I've really never done anything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it. I, I can tell you, it's it's when you're in the moment, you're just thinking of making it. Majority of the time, it's usually when you're not playing that you're thinking about missing or making those three or four footers. But when you're in the moment and you're you're in a big stage, you're you're just trying to make putt and uh, get the lowest score you can. If you if the nurse creep in, they're usually not near the top of the tournament. Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. I want to go uh, back to something you were talking about earlier about how much uh, you know happier you are when the family's with you on the road. I saw you uh, make a comment once that having them on the road with you eases your stress. I, and I wonder how so. What what is the stress uh, that what stresses you out as a touring pro? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say eases stress, but is say you go out and shoot sixty six, you're excited. Your kids don't care if you shoot sixty six. You, you walk through that hotel door room where. Off into the car they, they don't i mean they could be in the best mood or the worst mood it doesn't matter what you shoot so you got to leave everything on the golf course so as soon as as soon as that last putts hold and practice is done uh, i'm a dad and uh that's really the most satisfying thing when it's said and done to make sure your kids are happy and uh hopefully uh provide for them and that's that's the most important thing so obviously when i'm on the golf course that's very important I'm, i take that very seriously but once once i'm done I, I i leave it all there and i don't don't take it no matter if i shoot 66 or 76 and I, I try not to let it affect the way i parent that's for sure I, I imagine you're a fan of other sports you said you're an athlete you're into a lot of stuff are you still someone who follows a lot of sports and does the whole family uh you know i don't watch quite as many sports as i used to i definitely uh uh Watch football on, on Sundays when when I can when I'm not practicing. I, I I do like college basketball and I enjoy following that. And uh, I follow a little bit of baseball uh, when it comes down to it. And uh, living in Vegas for 20 years, I, I've I've sort of jumped on the I would say the bandwagon of the Las Vegas Knights through the last couple of years uh, in hockey. So I do follow a lot of professional and uh, college sports. Is there ever any discussion out on tour? You know, we were just talking about what, what the financial life is is like for you guys and how nerve-wracking it can be early in a career. Is there ever any talk about looking at the financial structure of other sports, uh, you know, guaranteed contracts and whatnot? Um, is that ever a thought that, that ever crosses the mind of, of a golfer who consistently throughout your career, you guys, you never get a mental break, right? You you, you have to keep going or else you're you're not playing anymore. 
you know, I, I don't think we really, I mean, we do have some guaranteed money in there in club contracts and sure. so on and so forth, but, uh, you know what, it's, it's the last honest sport. Actually, tennis is, tennis is there too, but I mean, it seems like week in and week out, there's only about two or three guys that can win a tennis tournament while there's a hundred and hundred and something guys that can win a golf tournament. So, you know, it's the last honest sport. You, uh, play for your paycheck. And I mean, I could, I could go this whole week and spend five grand in hotel and airfare and so on as food and drink and not make it, not make a dime. So, uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's a great sport. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, you look at some of the contracts baseball players are making, right. but it's very short. It's very short term and very, uh, uh, I mean, very taxing on the body. Golf is a sport you can play for pretty much your whole life. And, uh, walk away from it and uh, not worry about concussions or anything like that, like the other sports. And I think we're pretty lucky. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's well said. Okay, Charlie, I, I, I'm sure you get asked this all the time, uh, but you know, let's, let's go back to the, uh, the days of the hair and, and, and why did you cut it off and did your daughters have anything to do with that? Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what? Uh, the hair sort of was my staple my first few years on tour, but then uh, it turned into something that I, I, I wanted to get rid of. I probably held it probably about a year longer than I'd like. Uh, sponsors really like the the long hair, and then uh, you know what? The daughter uh, was one and change, and or almost two, and hadn't had her hair cut yet. And uh, you know, she's wor- scared of the word cut because every if she'd fall, she have a scrape. She was cut, and she thought you'd bleed when you got your hair cut. So I I said I'll go get my hair cut first. Got it chopped off. She got her cut, and uh, the rest is history. There it is. I am. I didn't know that. I had a feeling, though. Just the timing yeah. of it, I was like, they, uh, the, the girls had something to do with that. That's right. <laughs> All right, home stretch with Charlie Hoffman, PGA Tour. Let's stick to sports and get uh, get to some of the golf questions out there. Uh, Charlie, how would you describe the current state of the game and the health of its future right now? Uh the 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 health of the PJ Tour is amazing. It's great. We got great sponsors, great players, great young kids coming up, uh, and Tiger Woods still involved. Golf in general, the growth of it's not that great. It's not growing. More courses are shutting than uh, being built. Uh, so we need to improve on that. Uh, we need to get build our junior programs and uh, and also make it more affordable affordable for uh, the middle class to play. Yeah, what what else can be done? I know that uh, you know you look at some of the other sports, baseball and whatnot, is sitting there thinking about the time and pace of play in 2019. Or all of us, uh, do we have the patience to go play golf for for four and a half hours? Do you think there's something that needs to 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 be adjusted there? Uh, I mean, I, golf is a game that hasn't changed through the start of it, so I don't think it's going to change. It's always going to take that amount of time to play. Uh, now the younger generation, the millennials, don't really do anything for four and a half hours. Right. So besides, besides be on their phone and listen to podcasts, no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, it, you, you know what? I, I think it will change. It will, it will come around. Uh, it, I think it got so big. It's one of those. Uh, it's got. It had to come back a little bit, and I think it, we're sort of even evening out, out now. And I think I think we'll be fine. I mean. But as an organization, the PJ Tour is doing it amazing. We've got, like I said, a great group of young kids, and uh, it's it's fun to be part of. Uh, what do you think of these rule changes this year? I, I know a lot of people were talking about the flag stick staying in and all that. What, what's That's got people buzzing. What do you think? Yeah, you know, the whole idea of the USJ was just try to get rid of the dumb rules. I mean, who really cares if you, who really cares if you putt with a flag stick in or not when you hit it to a foot? 
is it does it make it easier to make a putt? No, it's not going to make any difference when it's said done. There might be a small percentage, but it, there's nothing been proven that it's easier. Uh, now the dropping of the knee, I, I don't really understand why that happened. I mean, why just why not just keep it the same? Big deal. They just try to make they just try to get rid of the rules that sort of hindered the game from being easy or trying to pick up the pace of play a little bit. So uh, I think in all in all, good in. in Two to three years, you won't even remember how it used to be. Uh, it'll be natural again, and uh, I think in turn, hopefully the game's played a little bit faster and uh, with a little more fun. You mentioned Tiger Woods. What do you think his chances are of building on the momentum that he established last year and, and you know doing some special things again this year? Uh, you know what? I, I never, I'll never bet against Tiger Woods, but I don't think he'll have as good a year as he did last year. I think he... I think that last run took a decent toll on his body. Like I, I have no idea if this is true or not. It just looked like he was tired, run down, uh, so on and so forth. So you know, I I think he's going to have a great year. I don't think he's going to have a good a year as he had last year, but he'll still have a great year. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the thought uh, out there right now, I think, is that oh, you know, he's physically he's he's back, but now. He's also into his 40s. You're kind of indicating there that, that you know, maybe a, a, a full year of, of, of the schedule and whatnot might have taken his toll. What, what do, where do you think he stands physically? I mean, I would say not great. He's had X amount of surgeries on his knee. He's had a back fused, and uh, he's only 40. I think he's a year, year older than me, 43 or something like that. Uh, that's not good. I mean, that's just the reality of it. I, he's, But he's always defied all odds and he's always coming out came out on top and uh if i was him i would have retired right after that tour championship <laughs> to retire on top uh, but you, you know what that's not tiger he'll always keep grinding no matter what so you know what the reality is we all hope every pga tour player hopes he plays good because guess what the sport's a heck of a lot better with him with him in it than out of it yeah i think uh, you know most guys get that is there any thought and i know especially when he first burst on the scene there was some pushback because other players weren't used to the idea of all of the coverage being about tiger woods and now maybe people have settled into the idea that that's kind of a good thing but what's your thought on this question does the tour rely on him too much does no i mean <laughs> you'd be dumb not to use him when he's playing. I mean, the tour was fine without him. Now, was it as good? No, but it was fine. People still tuned in. You had your core fans. You had people listening and watching. And, uh, but you you get a whole other set of eyes when Tiger Woods plays. Uh, he, he brings the non-core fan to the game of golf, and he's the only guy that's proven that he can do it. And uh, hopefully there'll be another person that does that come along. But uh, as of right now, he's the only one that uh, brings our non-core fan to the viewership. You have some top tens at majors, but haven't broken through yet. If you could win any tournament, which one would it be? I think the Masters. The Masters is the one I've had the most chances at, and I think it'd be cool to be able to go back there uh, for the rest of my career. Charlie, uh, wonderful to have you. Thank you so much for doing it. One more time, charliehoffman.com is where you can get information. Big charity party at the Belly Up. San Diego area coming up this Sunday, the Charlie Hoffman Foundation marking its 10th anniversary. Best of luck with all of that. And, and thank you so much for this time. Thanks for having me guys. Have a good one. 